0: Radio. What's going on, everybody? We're back. This is episode one eighty three of the Dark Windows Podcast. My name is Kevin. Oh, and I'm uh, I'm Kevin. And boy, oh boy, is this one gonna be fucking gross. I burned myself today. I Just want to let you know. Aww.
1: On a on a on a copper plate. Where'd,
0: where'd you burn yourself?
1: <laughs> on the wrist. Okay.
0: You know what my grandmother would say to that? Hurts. You know what my grandmother would have said about that? I don't give a shit. Long way from your heart. You'll yeah, be okay.
1: I know. That's what my mom would say too. I had
0: to drive to fucking Bennington, which oh, is even worse big, than
1: burning yourself. You big wussy. Bennington's
0: gross. It's not that gross. And I had to drive to Ticonderoga yesterday.
1: First off, okay, for, you you just said Ticonderoga. Listen, That's even worse. Listen, no. Any, you know anybody, what's even
0: worse than Bennington? Brattleboro. Yes. Yeah. All the B cities in this in this but state then you are know what's fucking worse than that? trash. Burlington. No. Oh, that one sucks too, though. Rutland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Essex sucks a lot too, though. Well, that, Essex is like <sighs> like like uh
1: it's like Rutland's fucking you know hemorrhoid.
0: Hey. No, 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 no. Essex is like, hey, guess what? We've got a fucking five-way intersection, and we're going to turn all the lights green at the same goddamn time. Why? Because fuck you, and fuck your traffic pattern. Mm -hmm. You're trying to get to work? Suck a dick. You ain't getting there. So, what was your thing for this week? I don't remember. I had to do a badass, but I decided... Oh, uh, it's a badass. Oh, and you're doing a fucking Nazi. Yeah, maybe. So, before we go too far... He's a Nazi. I want to figure... I want to just continue this trail we were on. You want a finger? ticonderoga new york if you ever go to that that town city whatever you want to call it drive through don't get out because especially when uh when it's kind of moist outside if it's been raining or snowing the entire place smells like sour baby shit it's disgusting Mm. i've never been more envious of you and your lack of smell than i was when i had to get out of my fucking van there so bad but anyway So, yeah, we rolled the die for me a couple weeks ago, and then with the badass, I I was like, you know what, fuck it, we're going to introduce a D20 into this, and if it lands on uh, on an odd number, I get to do good guy. If it lands on an even number, I'm going to do a dickhead, and boy, did I ever land on a four. Oh. Uh, I should probably put a disclaimer out in this one. Uh, There's some shit in this that may be difficult to listen to. Uh, because yeah, this is going to be the first time that we have full blown covered a Nazi war criminal other than Adolf Hitler on the asshole eliminator. But that was kind of a pretty, uh, pretty shallow dive into that thin mustache. But, um, so if you're ready, we'll just get right into it here.
1: I'm ready. Or Uh, are you, or are you talking to the listeners? Everybody. Oh, okay.
0: Um, Well,
1: they said, fuck you. They don't, they don't care.
0: You may want a drink for this one, because, uh... <laughs> nah. Yeah. Oscar Paul Derlewanger. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a fucking made-up name, ever. And that's the end of the episode. Ah, uh,
1: Derlewanger. Yeah. Um, I, I
0: wish it was a made-up name. I wish this was a made-up person, because... That's funny. You, you'll find fictional characters that aren't as evil as this guy. Um, But anyway... He was born September 26th, 1895 in Wurzburg, Germany. His father was a lawyer, which automatically means he is from the stock of trash. Um, And his mother was kind of kept house um, because back in the 1890s, a lot of the time when you had a kid, women didn't work. Also, Germany in the 1890s, women probably weren't allowed to work. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't believe they were allowed to vote here yet. So Uh, not a lot in the childhood because it wasn't, you know. Being that long ago, not really easy to find a lot of stuff on somebody's childhood. Um, but from what he's about to do for the next, I don't know, uh, basically hour, hour and 20 minutes that we're going to talk about him. Probably wasn't a good childhood because uh, not many people that we discuss here have a happy, normal childhood. Um, this one went on to be a war criminal, so I'm assuming he probably didn't either. Oh, stop. Uh, When when was the last time we covered somebody that was like, oh, no, he had a great childhood, and then he just started fucking bashing nuns' heads in with bricks? Uh, I don't know. I I don't think it's happened, you know? It It, could happen. it's It's hard to find one like that. But what we do know is that at the age of 18 in 1913... He enlisted in the German army. Wasn't drafted; he voluntarily joined the German army right before something kind of big's about to happen. Uh-huh. Uh, this neat little uh-huh. thing called World War Two. Uh, wow! <sighs> World War One. I, I got my skip, wars backwards. You just skipped ahead. Well,
1: foreshadowing you, you, more than you, anything. <laughs> you pressed the fast-forward button.
0: Well, no, it was more like. Yeah, he did some stuff in World War I, but he really, really came into his own in World War II, and boy, did he ever. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: So, he was assigned to the 123rd. Oh, yeah? Kevin, listen. Um, I'm
1: talking about Kevin H. here, so it's me. You need to uh, knock that shit off.
0: I need to go home. You are home, asshole. No, I'm not. Fuck you. I hate (laughs) this place. You're not my mom. Oh, Christ. Anyway. So he was assigned to the 123rd RD at the end of it. Uh, 23rd? Okay. No. Uh, he, Not the 21st? He was kicked out of the 123rd. Oh, division. he was? Um, but no, he was part of the 123rd Grenadier Regiment on the Western Front, where he was assigned as a machine gunner. The Lucy is. Uh, <laughs> so spoiler alert the Western Front in World War One was a happy place. Pretty, like, sucked pretty hard.
1: No, it was. It was happy. Um, it was happy go lucky.
0: Yeah. It's like that book, All Quiet on the, on the Eastern, uh, was it All Quiet on the Western Front? Yeah. Such a fucking lie. That book should have been just titled, Oh My God, No, Why Are Rats Eating Me Alive? Oh come on! But that could have been the story of any part of World War One. So he would be part of the force that initially invaded Belgium and then France. In his adventures in World War uh, One. His adventures? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was an adventure. Um. He was awarded the Iron Cross second class. Oh. And the Iron Cross First Class. Well, he must so, have been a good guy. <sighs> well, he as fucking gross as he is, he was a really good soldier in World War One. Um I just I see I don't look at
1: World War One Germany attacking everybody else as like bad Germany. I think they were just pissed off Germany. You know Well <sighs> because they were getting fucked over so much. So they were like, you know what? Mm, go fuck yourself. We're going to attack you.
0: Let, let's put it this way. If there was two guys that could have died and saved a lot of fucking heartache during World War One, it'd be Adolf Hitler, number one, and this asshole, number two. Because these guys were both enlisted. Okay? okay? A lot of the other, like, high-up Nazis, like your Heinrich Himmler, your Joseph Goebbels, guys like that didn't fight in World War One because they were politicians. Well, one was a fucking, you know, it was a... Was a fucking ferret, and the other one's a fucking gerbil. Hey, listen. Heinrich Himmler was not a ferret. He was a chicken farmer. Whatever. And he had either Crohn's disease or some other kind of... Did you say a chicken fucker? Chicken... Well, either way. Um, No, he he farmed chickens. Um, Ah. But he also had either Crohn's disease or some kind of, like... Ah, Crohn's disease sucks, man. Or... You know what, though? Fuck him. I'm glad he had it. I hope he got colon cancer. Crohn's disease sucks. Well, for normal people, yes. Heinrich Himmler is the devil. Um... It was either that or some kind of like supercharged irritable bowel syndrome because apparently that dude shit constantly. Yeah, but Heinrich Himmler looked like a fucking ferret. He did, and I, I, I really hoped that he. I, I, wish that he could have lived long enough, instead of you know poisoning his dogs like a piece of shit would do, <clears throat> and then sucks start, uh, you know, sucks starting a luger. He should have been left in a, in a cage long enough for him to shit himself to death because that would have been a really fitting, really fitting death for that guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. But anyway. The head of the, what was he, SS? Head of the SS, yeah. So, the okay, back into the medals. The Iron Cross second class is their second highest medal that can be awarded in uh-huh. the German Army. Uh-huh. And the first class would have been like the German Army's equivalent of our Medal of Honor. Uh-huh. So the second class would be more like the Distinguished Service Cross or, you know, depending on what branch you'd be in.
1: So Silver Star.
0: No. The Distinguished Service Medal is above a Silver Star. That's like...
1: Well, so like, that's Army... Like, that, that's like... Army, is, it's Silver Star is the next highest.
0: No, because so. you have, like, a Distinguished Service Cross, which is, like, Medal of Honor adjacent. Like, you get two hmm. Distinguished Service Crosses, you get to trade them in for a Medal of Honor in World War II, as long as you're white. Because uh, if you were uh, a, a, a black or Japanese or Native American, they're like, oh, yeah, you did some really good stuff, but... You don't match the color swatch for this medal yet. We'll get it to you in about 60 years. How about that? Um, so by the end of the war, he had been wounded six times and had climbed to the rank of lieutenant. Um, and they put him in charge of the machine gun company of the 121st Regiment on the Eastern Front. He went from a private to a lieutenant. Uh, probably a couple of reasonings for that. Obviously, he was good at what Suck he dick. did. Okay, so we'll give it three reasons then. <laughs> he was good at what he did he knew whose ass to kiss and also everybody in world war one died that's true <laughs> they got some fucking 14 year old kid out there like a <laughs> lieutenant colonel and he's like i uh my voice just cracked what do i do you know
1: uh
0: i don't understand this guys i i got a pubic here finally ah, and he gets fucking shot in the face wow <laughs> well all right <laughs> Thirteen-year-old, you're now lieutenant. Some guy in a fucking hairy hat shoots him in the throat. <laughs> I think I just killed child. Oh, no. Oh, no. What will uh, I ever
1: do? Even though they didn't, they weren't fighting the Russians then.
0: On the Western Front? Oh, well, maybe. Oh, no, that would be the Eastern no, Front. No, that would be the yeah. Eastern
1: Front. The yeah. Front is all...
0: Because is, I don't think the Russians joined in, did they? The Russians were in World War One, Were they? Really? Dude! I don't remember, man. They had to stop because fucking... <laughs> Dickhead McGee came back in and, like, created communism. Minute.
1: Who's Dickhead McGee? Uh, Lenin. Oh. The Bolsheviks? Yeah. It was at a revolution.
0: Yeah, they that kind of happened in, like, 1917, so, you know, partway through the war, and then they're like, uh, hey, we gotta go, because somebody's shitting in our backyard, uh, and it's one of us, so y'all are on your own. And then the Americans came in and, uh, committed war crimes against the Germans with shotguns. Wasn't that before, though? Was didn't,
1: uh, didn't uh, uh, the Romanovs get ousted before? It was,
0: no, it was, it was during World War One, okay. Because fuckface used that as the perfect time to go in and do it when everything else was going on. Oh, it was the Bolshevik Re- Revolution. Yeah. And then they elected uh, Lenin. <laughs> Quote-unquote elected, yeah. Because you don't elect people in communist countries. You get told who's your president. All right. So the area that he served particularly in, um, after he was put in charge of his regiment, was uh, southern Russia and into Romania. Romania. And when the war ended, Durlewanger's unit was supposed to be. <laughs> I'm <sorry>. I know. <laughs> you should say that. Don't look him up. I want to get I'm... your reaction when you see a picture of this guy.
1: I'm not gonna look him
0: up. Jesus, dude, he looks like I a... don't think he
1: looks like Jesus.
0: No. Um...
1: Jesus, take the wheel. <sighs>
0: He looks like Roger from American Dad if he found a Nazi costume. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty close S- there. Say no more. So after the war, his entire unit was supposed to be interned in Romania um, as part of the ceasefire agreement mm-hmm. because they had been doing some particularly effective fighting. And when the ceasefire came in, they went, no, we want these guys interned. Until everything's squared away, then we'll ship them back to hell or wherever they came from. Um, so instead, he says, fuck that. And he takes 600 of his guys and they go back to Germany. So basically, his entire unit, they're like, nah, we're not going, we're not staying, we're going home. They go back to Germany. Um, so this is where our story takes a turn for the fucked. His biographer, Knut Stang, which is a great goddamn name. I... and I know how to pronounce that first name it's not Knut. it's, it's canoe. Canoe, right? yeah um so he came to the conclusion that all the things he was about to do including what he refers to as quote terror warfare his immoral, <laughs> his amoral personality with his alcoholism and sexual orientation was additionally shattered by the fr- uh, by the front line uh, Jesus by the experiences on the front line of the first world war and its frenzied violence and barbarism. So
1: so he went from a straight to a gay?
0: No, no, it's even worse than a gay. Ah, uh, oh, he went to... Which there's nothing wrong with being gay, but wait. To, he went to a dog fucker. No, worse still. He went, to, he went right to bestiality? No. No? No. And it's not the stance of the Dark Windows Podcast to say that there's anything wrong with being gay, because there's not. No, there isn't. I don't give a fuck. How dare you fuck someone you're attracted to? Jesus, how, why? Why would you do that?
1: I was just saying. I mean, um, you could cut out that he was. Gay. <laughs> no, it's yeah. more fun
0: if we leave that in there. <laughs>
1: I mean, I was just saying you know, he was like he, he. I didn't say he caught the gay. Okay, I just said he he turned to the. No, because
0: the only way to catch the gay is to be bitten by a gay. Uh, oh, and then you have to avoid direct sunlight, or you melt. At least with right? my experience.
1: Uh, well, I mean, we 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 have known some gay people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, a few, a few, just a few. I'm related to some, too, so... Um, so am I. Anyway. So, after the war, he showed up in some, uh, some police reports of the pre-Nazi government, who were still not good guys, because this was, like, right at the very, very end of the regular government, and then just kind of coming into the, the Nazis, kind of starting to take over, you know? What year? Doesn't really give a year. Um... Because that would be, um, it'd be like the late twenties, early thirties, in that neck of the woods, somewhere. Yeah. Um, so he shows up in some of the reports um, as quote a mentally unstable, violent, and alcoholic, who had the habit of erupting into violence under the influence of drugs. Um, and while he's doing that, he's also joining what are called uh, uh, fear uh, fear corps, which are uh-huh. um, right wing yep. uh, right leaning paramilitary militias who the brown shirts. Yeah. Different branches of that. Cause he would join one and they'd go, Oh, this guy's a piece of shit. And they'd kick him out and he would go to a different area and join a different branch of it. Uh huh. So when Nazis don't like you because you're too gross, you're a piece of shit. Oh, okay. So this, these, these groups, they fought against German communists, um, yeah, they, they, uh,
1: they said, fuck the communists. Yes.
0: They said, fuck the communists so hard that they went, like, all the way to the other side. I mean,
1: really, technically, like, when, when uh, the nazi social blah, 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 yeah. blah. Just call them Nazis. That's fine. When, when, when they when they first started off, it really, technically, I mean, some people be like, oh, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Well, look at it. Truly. It was... Not such a bad thing when it first when it first initialized. But then you get fucking, you know, an asshole who yep. joins with another bunch of assholes yep. who, you know, twist their little fucking brains you know, around and go, oh, hey, you know, I'm in power now. So I, you know, you know, I think I'm going to go without my plans were just to fucking wipe out, you know, the. Everybody
0: that's not uh, the Aryan race. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he would fight against these other these communists in uh, uh, areas of Saxony and against Polish nationalists in Upper Silesia. Um, oh yeah. He participated in the so, southern, south, southern, southern Poland, northern Germany. That neck of the woods. Well, Saxony's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Saxony, Saxony's further down than Silesia. That's up yeah. higher. Yeah. Um, so he participated in the uh, the suppression of the German Revolution, which I did not know was a thing. Yeah, uh, which took place from nineteen eighteen to nineteen nineteen, um, and obviously he was part of the Fear Corps when he was doing that. There, he he fought in like a dozen or so different cities. It, it, that's just over the course of like nineteen twenty. He was in like all these different places, and then he ended up in Eastern Germany, nineteen twenty nine. Uh, sorry, 1920, 1921. Um, during this period of that 20 to 21, uh, he served as, uh, he served in Fear Corps Epp, Fear Corps Haas, Fear Corps Sprosser, and Fear Corps Holtz. He got around. And again, there's a reason for that because... He's a swinger. No, no. It's because they're like, this dude's fucking disgusting. We need to not keep him around. Okay. Um, later he commanded an armed formation of students, which was set up by him under the Oh, uh quote, highway watch. And on uh-huh. Easter Sunday 1921, Derlewanger uh, commanded an armored train that moved towards uh, Sangerhausen, which had been uh, occupied by the Communist Party of Germany militia of uh, Max Holtz. Um, he was kind of one of the guys trying to kick this, kick the uprising back off, um, trying to really push communism in Germany. And he was not having any of that. Uh-huh. Um, so the attack by Derlowanger failed, and the enemy militia succeeded in, uh, in cutting off his force. After, the, after he was cut off, uh, reinforcements by pro-government troops uh, came at night, and the communists withdrew from town. Because they're kind of, not necessarily outnumbered, but definitely outgunned. Yeah. Because you now have, this would be the equivalent of the National Guard coming in and going, okay, you can leave. <laughs> or we're gonna kill you. Yep. And they're like, okay, well then they just skate. Um so during this operation, Derlo Wanger was uh <laughs> he was shot in the head. Uh unfortunately it was just a grazing shot. And after that the Nazi party gained power and Derlow Wanger was uh celebrated as the town's quote, liberator from the red terrorists. Uh-huh. Uh, and received his honorary citizenship in 1935. So we like this guy so much, we're going to make him part of the town. You know, good dude. Um, they also nicknamed... <laughs> this part blew my fucking mind. They nicknamed him Gandhi because of how he was built. I'm pretty sure... I could be wrong here. Pretty sure if he ever met Gandhi, he would have killed him with his bare hands. Because, you know, brown person. Mm. Yeah, even though Gandhi wasn't a fucking saint either, which a lot of people don't realize. uh, But that's not what we're here to talk about. So uh, between his different little um, memberships of these militias, he studied at the uh, Goethe University in Frankfurt. And in 1922, obtained a doctorate in political sciences. So this guy is now a doctor. Okay. Not like a, you know, write a prescription doctor, but, you know best way to fight war doctor, essentially. Um, The following year, he's joined, um, he joined up with the actual Nazi party and uh, a smaller offshoot of it, the SA, which was then later absorbed into the SS, uh, which was, if you're not familiar, if you've, if you've skipped history class a couple of times, the SS was basically the German secret police and also their um, like super elite, uh, fighting forces. Um, our guys did not give a fuck if they ran into Wehrmacht, which was the regular German army. No big deal. You run into a brigade of SS, you need goddamn air support yesterday. Because these guys are hard motherfuckers. Yeah. If, you know, all their political bullshit aside, they were good, they were really good soldiers. But, doesn't excuse them for being, you know, pieces of shit. So, from 1928 to 1931, he was an executive director of a textile factory owned by a Jewish family in Erfurt. And at this point in time, he renounced, kind of, basically, just said, "I'm no, I'm no longer active duty." Um, but he still financially supported the SA and the SS. He would make donations, which is works out well for him because all the money he's donating to these these organizations is stuff that he's embezzling from the company he's working for. (laughs) So we're stealing from the Jewish family and donating to organizations that are uh, about to exterminate them. Super nice guy. Derlewanger uh, held various different uh, positions, which included working at a bank and uh, a knitwear factory, which I'm assuming is uh, like hand-knit sweaters and mittens and all that wholesome shit. Um, But he is not. He was also convicted for illegal firearms possession and embezzlement, which no big deal there. 1934, he is convicted and sentenced to two years, okay, two years in prison for the statutory rape of a 14-year-old girl from the League of German Girls, which was essentially Nazi Girl Scouts. Yeah. Um they would be part of these were girls that when they were they'd be like 9 to 16 or whatever. This was essentially uh, uh kind of like the farm team for the Aryan breeding programs. Where you'd have the Hitler Youth which would be your Boy Scout kind of thing and then you had the League of uh, League of German Girls which would have been, like the Girl Scout half of it. But these were also girls that they were grooming to go into the 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 breeding programs Um, because we need to make blonde-haired, blue-eyed super soldiers, even though we kind of did that in Marvel, Um, which Hitler had a shitload of Captain America comics at the Eagle's Nest, which a lot of people don't realize (laughs) because he was the perfect soldier. Big strapping son of a bitch, blonde-haired, blue-eyed. Yeah. He kind of loved Captain America. And apparently a lot of the issues that he had were the ones where Captain America was beating the shit out of him on the cover and he loved them. Which is kind of fun to think that he had a, you know, be like, ah, it's funny, he's geeking my ass, yeah? Like, no, fuck you and your stupid mustache. Dog shit human. He was, uh... oh, and let, let's not forget the charge of uh, illegally using government vehicles and damaging said vehicle while he was hammered. The fact that all of those, all of those charges, got him two years in prison, is fucked. But when you have the right connections, connections, yeah, that's what I was looking for. He kind of get out of a lot of a lot of different shit. <clears throat> uh, he also lost his job, his doctor title, and all his military honors, and was expelled from the Nazi party. He was expelled from school. Yeah, well, Nazi party, but you know, ah, <laughs> uh, same thing where the fuck did you go to school <laughs> Yeah. soon after his release from prison in uh, Ludwigsburg, which I didn't, that that sounds like a completely made up place. No. Um, he was again arrested on similar charges. And, uh, this time they also hit him with criminal recidivism, which is basically just being a repeat offender. Okay. Um, he was sent to,
1: they're such fancy fucking words.
0: Yeah. And he was sent to, uh, Velsheim concentration camp, either, um, which a lot of people, you'd go, wait, you, they sent him to a concentration camp? Yeah. Because it wasn't just for the quote unquote undesirables in society. They also sent regular criminals there, too. And when was this? 1930. So this would have been like 1936 after his two years in prison. 36, 37, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, and a lot of people think that he was sent there specifically because of the uh, the rapes that he was committing. Um, they don't know how many he actually committed, but there weren't a lot reported. But this is also a different time where you didn't report this kind of stuff. You just kind of went along with your life and tried to forget about it, which is sad. But the, the he he probably... Was, uh, was doing a lot more of this shit than he's credited for. So at one point in time, while he's in there, he actually meets with the commandant of the camp and starts demanding the reversal of his criminal charges, criminal, uh, criminal charges. Um, and he actually gets his case out there and gets to, you know, stand before, uh, what's referred to as the Reich's chancellery, which I'm assuming would be like your Supreme court kind of deal. Um, Derlewanger was released and reinstated in the General Reserve of the SS following personal intervention of his wartime companion and local Nazi party buddy, Gottlieb Berger, uh, who was also a longtime personal friend of the SS chief, Heinrich Himmler.
1: He was a Jew in disguise. (laughs) Who's that?
0: Gottlieb. I don't know. I think, well, his first name's Gottlieb. last name's Berger. Jew. German, <laughs> racist. <laughs> Even though Jews aren't a race, it's a religion. It's technically not, yeah. So let's not. Uh... I always love that when you like you say anything about uh, you know, like Jews or Muslims or Christians, like that's racist. Like no, if anything, it's prejudice because it's, it's not a race; it's a religion. It's called r- religious prejudice. Yeah, which isn't illegal, I don't think. But who the fuck uh, knows? You know, it's it frowned is. on. It's like don't it, be a dickhead to people. No, it actually, it is. Is
1: there's, it? There's uh, you can't. Yeah, you're not supposed to. It's a uh, targeting or something yeah you know based on your religious persecution that's what it is
0: which I mean if you live in the good old US of A you're not opposed to do that anyway because you know people do it they've been doing even though they were doing it while they wrote the fucking constitution (laughs) you know
1: not really but
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure they were though
1: well against two
0: people that weren't fucking Christians I don't know like Native Americans and stuff
1: well, the, the Constitution had nothing to do with religion because they decided that it was a division of church and state.
0: Yeah, and then also, uh, you know, you're not supposed to be pro- uh, persecuted for your religious, personal, or any of those other beliefs either. That's kind of in okay. there. But okay,
1: so that doesn't mean against Native Americans.
0: Well, so technically, Native Americans weren't people back
1: then. So well, yeah, because they weren't. No, they technically weren't citizens
0: same difference in their opinions you know their eyes um yeah i mean
1: it's <laughs> true i mean so weren't native or we're, we're african-american
0: people you know. no because they were property that was a completely yeah.
1: different thing um which is you know fucking stupid but yeah whatever it
0: sure is anyway let's talk let's stop talking about sad shit and talk about more sad shit um
1: stop talking about sad yeah go more sad
0: we're going to go to World War sadness, though. Uh, he managed to get himself out of trouble by volunteering to fight in the Spanish Civil War. So this was pre-World War II, obviously. Um, it was also basically just a proxy war between fascists and Marxists at the time. So you have your fascist supporters of the popular government kind of deal, of uh, the Spanish Republic, and communist forces who backed... We were backed by the Soviets, obviously. Um, The fight lasted from July of 1936 to April of 1939. And like pretty much every other civil war that's ever been fought, a lot of casualties. Um, 500,000 killed outright between both sides and civilians. Um, The casualty numbers in general probably triple that. Between people... Hurt, wounded, sick, fucking uh, displaced. Probably triple that easily, if not more. So Derlewanger fought on the side opposing the communists, obviously, because he's a fascist, and was wounded an additional three times in the fight. So if you're keeping tally at home, that's nine fucking wounds in, in combat. Um, so in return for his bravery and courage in battle, he was now welcomed back as a full time ranking member of the waffen ss and given the rank of obstrumführer which is senior storm leader which uh, waffen yes the wolf yeah he was waffen ss so that's like bad those were the yeah those were the fucking scary guys
1: yeah when you say ss and then you say waffen ss no yeah. there's a there's a difference between regular ss and the waffen ss yeah the waffen
0: ss Waffen-SS were the guys that like you run but when you those, hear they're coming,
1: but they but they weren't like if I remember right, I might be mistaken on this. I might be able to correct me. I think the waffen though were like didn't really like do too much as far as like on the front lines or whatever. They were more. um... Oh, they were like back like being they, dickheads.
0: They would have been more between that and doing. um... If I'm not mistaken, almost like commando stuff, where they were going in places super secretively and you know picking up high value targets, killing people that they needed to get rid Wait, of. Wasn't the Waffen, wasn't that the ones that the uh,
1: winners fucking uh ran up on? Uh I don't remember. It shot the fucking shit. Shot the fucking
0: like fourteen year old kid. Then had nightmares about it on the train in Paris. Um
1: I can't remember that he won the Medal of Honor for or was rewarded the Medal of Honor for? Yeah.
0: Um possibly. I'm sure we got some, I know we have some history nerds that listen that can, that'll help us out. Um,
1: I think, I, I just, I vaguely th- think that that was the Waffen, but. Um, it could be. I just don't remember. I, mean,
0: I, I don't know enough about the different denominations I mean, I, I, of SS. I just
1: thought that they, they said, did you say denominations? Yes.
0: <laughs> what? You got the Catholic SS, no. the Protestant SS, the Jewish no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely was no Jewish or Muslim. I don't think I don't think Muslims existed at this point in time in German in, uh, in Europe. I, yes, did. I, in Europe, I'm pretty sure they would have been like, "No, we got rid of you guys a couple hundred years ago, so stay out." No, we tried
1: to get rid of you a couple hundred years ago, so he became part of the Waffen. Yeah,
0: I came part of the Waffen well, SS. Well, he was the. What was he? He was given the title of Obstremer fear Yes, which uh, translates roughly to senior storm leader. So he would have been okay. the leader of this division.
1: So he was under the Obergruppenführer.
0: Yes. Which is the the leader of the of the SS. Oh, uh, the group, yeah. Who was Heinrich Himmler. Um and all of this all of this going on, his criminal record has been fucking vanished. Poof. Well, no. never did nothing wrong. Um so the unit he was put in charge of Would become known as Sonderkommando Derlewanger, um, Mm -hmm. which was made up originally of mostly poachers because they thought that their ability to um, scout, track, shoot accurately would make them good for kind of a, uh, almost like a secret force kind of deal. Um, And they also had some regulars that were put into it as well that the poachers were training,
1: but the track, you know, it did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense.
0: But after a few months, the regulars are being removed and put to, um, being brought in as replacements as they're dying off in Poland and France. You know, not that the fucking Germans lost a lot of guys early in the war like that, but, um, the Polish resistance actually did some, some pretty rad shit. Oh yeah. Uh, so did, and, and as much as we don't want to give the French credit, their government sucked in World War Two.
1: The, po- the French, the resistance. fucking
0: partisans were bad ass.
1: The French, the French resistance,
0: damn, were they good? Same with the Poles. Like, fucking Polish resistance was, uh, yeah, <laughs> ridiculous, gunning motherfuckers down on bicycles. It was crazy. It's like, and you know, and then fucking Brazil just stole all these tactics. They're like, oh, we can kill people on bikes. Yeah, let's do that. Um, except we're gonna get. Vespas instead. (laughs) Fuck peddling. That's dumb. Wow. So as his regular troops are being removed, this is the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in like military, militarily with anything. They're being replaced with convicted criminals from Germany, uh, obviously both civilian and military criminals. And they're even taking patients out of, uh, asylums that are in there as, you know, being labeled as criminally insane. So basically we're just going to take all the scum sucking pieces of shit that we can scrape off the bottom of Germany. And we're going to throw them in here with this bloodthirsty, psychopathic, alcoholic rapist and see what happens when we shake the bag up. Spoiler alert. It's not fucking good. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that would probably actually be a pretty decent time for our break. And we'll come back and actually get into the horrific shit that he's about to do. (sighs) I'm so sorry. Next time I'll roll an an odd number. (sighs) Uh, First, I'm not calling him badass so far. I told you he's not a badass. He's a war criminal.
1: I need a badass.
0: (sighs) What, you want me to fucking stop and find somebody different to do?
1: No. no, He'll say, fuck you. No, no, no. I'm just. No, he's done badass stuff. Anyway, let's take a break.
0: Uh, we already did. Oh, we both stopped talking for like three seconds, so that was our break. After I said, "Let's take a break." <laughs> okay, I got you, buddy. So the unit was assigned to security duties first in uh, German-occupied Poland, um, where they were put in as "quote the General Government," where Derlewanger served as the uh, SS TV, which was the uh, it's SS hyphen TV. It's not like. Uh, Not like a fucking um. What am I thinking here? Uh, Public television kind of thing, you know. Some fucking somebody's fucking grandma sewing Nazi uniforms. What is this like a relation on Mike TV? Grandfather, actually, yeah. Oh, grandfather. Well, technically, no. At that point in time, maybe an uncle. Nah, I'd be the grandfather. Well, it was that was filmed in the seventies, so if he was young, Eh, uncle, you know, old dad. If Mike TV was the youngest, like six or so. His dad probably had a SS uniform in the basement <laughs> on a mannequin like fucking Skyrim. <laughs> Hello, my name is Mecha TV. Uh, I gonna think he wasn't Jer- uh, wasn't Russian. He would have been uh, Mikhail TV. Mikhail. Uh, oh, but that makes you sad because the Russians didn't have TV and nah. they still barely do. Well, because the thing is,
1: I wasn't traveling the chocolate factory filmed in
0: Nazi Germany. I don't think so. No, I you're was... thinking of the sound of music. No. The It took place somewhere in
1: Europe. Yeah, it was in it was a, in Europe or something. But, yeah, I mean, because it, it was... Uh, I don't remember. But, anyway.
0: But, listen. While we're on that topic, Grandpa Joe is the biggest piece of shit that's ever existed in the movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why is this? Okay. Let's see. His family is poor. They are starving to death, essentially. He's, quote, unquote, bedridden. Kay? Okay. Okay. First opportunity he sees to get up and do something cool because his grandkid won this thing. Motherfucker jumps up and starts dancing. He's been in bed for 20 years. You're trying to tell me he couldn't have gone out and fucking worked? Even with his gross fingernails?
1: Okay, first off. Fuck
0: you, Grandpa Joe. Fuck you to death.
1: All right, you can settle
0: down, mister. No, fuck him.
1: (laughs) First off, A, Grandpa Joe was retired. Okay, not not No such
0: thing as retired if your family's starving.
1: Well, listen. You get your
0: old ass out there and you sell newspapers or something. Well, listen. Catch First some fucking off, eels or whatever you guys a, do over there.
1: He had worked his time and it was supposed to be his kids his kid that was supposed to take care of him. Now I don't remember if if this was his if it was Charlie's dad's if Grandpa Joe was I, I couldn't tell you one. they all
0: slept in the same fucking bed. So
1: Yeah. I I don't know, you know, Joe Georgina and whatever the other two <sighs> I were. I don't know. But I don't remember who, whose dad they actually were, but uh, anyway, that's just how it works, Mister. You know. I don't
0: care. I don't give a fuck, dude. Oh, he put his time in. Fuck him. His his, whatever. They can't fucking eat. Fuck that guy. They were eating barely, and then he fucking blew the whole thing because he's like, "Oh no, let's just drink this stuff and float around." Fuck you, Grandpa Joe. First off, a he didn't blow it. Second, he did. Good day, sir. You get nothing. It was a fucking. No, listen, it was a test. No, it wasn't. It was. Willy Wonka had a fucking Grinch moment and his heart grew. And he's like, listen, <laughs> your grandpa's a piece of shit, but I'm giving you the factory. No, he was waiting for a fucking, you know, Charlie to grow a set of nuts,
1: which Charlie did, and was like, here, motherfucker, here's your shit back. I don't want an everlasting gobstopper. You can suck my ass and give it back to him.
0: And he just went... Homeboy just grew a set of knots. Yeah, and he's. you want to know why? Because he went. You're not as much of a piece of shit as your grandfather. So <laughs> therefore, you
1: win. See, we're just going to bite to differ on this one. And you know, if any, if anybody wants to chime in on it, you know, go for it. Let him.
0: Fucking tell, tell, tell me I'm <laughs> right because you know I am. No, tell him he's fucking wrong. No, no, I'm not.
1: Grandpa Joe was the man.
0: He was a fucking
1: piece of trash. Is what he was. Okay. First off, a of all of the people with the co- like, companions, we'll call them companions. Uh huh. He was the best. They were all garbage. He was the best.
0: He was still a trash person.
1: I fucking hate you. <laughs> right hate me
0: all you want. Because he wasn't you a trash. Hate me I'm right. He was not a trash. He was a trash. He was. He was actually two trashes. But that's fine. He
1: was no, 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 no. Anyway, no.
0: speaking of pieces of shit.
1: Um, <laughs> no, no, no. We're talking about. Oh trash. my god!
0: How the fuck did we get on this tangent?
1: Well, you started it.
0: SSTV. That's how. Okay.
1: Ah.
0: Um is so, that S- S- almost like uh, SSDD, but you know, SSTV? So I, I'm I'm gonna end this tangent really sadly. Um, he was made the commandant of a labor camp in uh, derza uh, Polish word. Dziko. There's there's too many fucking consonants in it, dude. Steeridersa, Polish word. Fuck Z- I- it. Dziko with a hat W. What D. Z I which is not the way those Dins. fucking letters are supposed okay. to be in order. K O W. with a little uh, fucking D, D- what? D Z I. D Z I. K O W. And the O has a little uh, like oh. a, a fucking hoof over the top of it. Discow. Sure. We'll go with it.
1: That's what a uh, fucking
0: he he was put in charge of the labor camp in Pierogi Town. Which sounds like where Guy Fieri would have been. Oh ah. man. Welcome to Pierogi Town. Welcome to Pierogi Town. Nobody's eating. How's, uh, your per- how's, how's your Saddest show ever on the Food Network. Oh, man. How's your pierogi? Uh, oh, you what? haven't. Oh, they, we don't eat here. That's right. Fuck. We're, we're going to roll up on this little little joint.
1: They make the best pierogies out here in town. We're
0: fucking cruising around in this Corvette just visiting concentration camps trying to get their recipes. So, oh, God. So what's, oh, God. Oh, so God. So what do you put oh. in this? We put love. Can you tell me the ingredients? Uh, uh, the ingredients are sadness and dirt.
1: <laughs> no, they can't tell them. No, no, no! They can't tell him because you know. It's, oh no! It's, it's uh, what really was it is is like something else. Grind up, baby. The
0: ingredients is people. Yes, <laughs> I'll tell you what though, man. If you season this just right, it's fantastic. All joking aside, Guy Fieri is one of my favorite people ever. He's a good person. I'm sorry we dragged you into this, sir. I hope I'm not kicked out of Flavor Town for this.
1: Oh, you are. Just to let you know.
0: I've been exiled from Flavortown. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you are now oh!
0: uh,
1: You are now in exile.
0: How did how were we having fun talking about a piece of shit like this? Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, so the camp was the subject of an abuse investigation by the SS judge George Conrad Morgan, who sounds like a Bond villain, um, who accused Derlewanger Of acts of murder, corruption, and uh, race defilement. I'm sorry. I was trying to read it in German, and I'm like, there's no fucking way. That that sounds coming out of my mouth. (laughs) Rossenschad. Rossenschad? Yeah. Uh. Which sounds way more aggressive than race defilement, but it's still gross either way. Um, So, and uh, the kind of sad part is this judge for doing this investigation... um, (laughs) Oh boy, he got himself busted in rank, lost his title, and was sent to fight on the Eastern Front. <laughs> oh, you're you're looking to the concentration camp to see we're doing bad shit? Fuck you! Go fight Russians in the snow. I I'd have shot myself instead of fight Russians in the snow. Woof. Um, so according to Morgan, uh, quote, Derlewanger was a nuisance and a terror to the entire population. He repeatedly pillaged the ghetto in Lubin uh, and extorted ransoms. Uh, atrocities committed by Durloanger included what were not limited to. Oh, injecting strychnine into young Jewish female prisoners who had previously been undressed, raped and whipped, not necessarily in that order. Um, and they would inject them with a the strychnine to watch them convulse to death in front of him and his friends. And they would laugh as it happened. Um yeah, so wanna go back to Flavortown yet? <laughs> Fuck me. Um according to I don't know how this name is supposed to be pronounced because part of it's Spanish and part of it's German. Raoul Hilberg or R A U L man. R. A. U. L. Yeah, Raoul Hilberg. Yeah, it's Raul. Who is probably one of the fucking Nan. Um uh so according to him this camp was where quote One of the first uh, instances that uh, one of the first instances that reference was made to the quote soap making rumor, Um, and according to this rumor, Durla Wenger would quote cut up Jewish women and boil them with horse meat to make soap. With this guy, I would not be fucking shocked if that's true. Uh, Durla Wenger's primary patron was uh, in the SS was his buddy uh, Gottlieb Berger who provided Himmler with uh, just shitloads of political clout um, and a lot of money, which could help him increase the Waffen-SS, not just in size, but also in training. Um, in the book, uh, Hidden... Uh, I'm sorry. In the book, uh, Forgotten Holocaust, um, the polls under German... Uh, it says, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck me. That's the, whole, that's the title of the book, dumbass. In the book <laughs> Forgotten Ho- You'll understand why Okay Forgotten Holocaust com- uh, Colon The Poles Under German Occupation Okay So I Read that as being a quote Um No you just Uh Fuck uh, So the author Richard C. Lucas uh, Described Derlewanger As quote A sadist Who brutally I'm sorry A sadist Whose brutality Was well known one of those degenerates who, in a, uh, in insaner days, would have been court-martialed out of the German army. No shit. According to Peter Longrich, Derlewanger's uh, leadership was, quote, characterized by continued alcohol abuse, looting, sadistic atrocities, rape, and murder. And his mentor, Berger, tolerated this behavior, as did Himmler, who so urgently needed men, such as the Sonderkommando Derlewanger, in his fight against Quote, subhumanity. Um, don't know how much of a fight it is when you're rounding these people up, putting them in ghettos, and then executing them in camps. Not much fight being put up there. Um, which is why you don't let people take your fucking guns away from you. Because that's the first thing these motherfuckers did when they came into these towns. We need all your guns because we're registering you. It's hard to fight back when you can't fight back. Um, in his letter to Himmler, uh, a guy by the name of... Whew, that guy's name is dangerously close to Odildo. <laughs> Odillo Globocnik. Oh my god. I feel like I just summoned a fucking pierogi genie. Uh, he recommended um, who is, quote, in charge of the Jewish camp in Ditzkau, was an excellent leader. Great dude, totally, totally competent. In what he's doing um, during the Nuremberg trials after the war, um, Berger said. Now, Doctor Derlewanger was uh, was hardly a good boy. Fuck you, you can't uh, you can't say that. But he was a good soldier, and he has one big mistake that he didn't know when to stop drinking. We're blaming all of this. On fucking Jägermeister. Or whatever dog shit liquor they were drinking. One never blames the Jäger. Jägermeister is the devil's piss. And it should be treated as such. When cold. Gummy bear liquor? Get fucked. When cold. Like really cold? It's still disgusting. Nah. Fucking licorice that gets you drunk? No thank you. Well, you know what? Black licorice? Just because you don't like it. Do you like black licorice? Hot rod? I don't yeah. think you do. I, I actually I do. Fuck face. It's because you're a piece of shit. Really? Descendant of Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> They're the only people that like black licorice. You know what? You might be right, but that's besides. In January 1942, in January 1942, the local higher SS and uh no. higher up SS <laughs> jerk up. <gasps> Even though probably, um, and the police leader, uh, the SS Obergruppenführer, uh, and his name was Friedrich Wilhelm Kruger, uh, Kruger, who is definitely a James Bond villain. I know I've already mentioned that once, but either that or this guy was a World War One general. What was his name? Friedrich Friedrich Wilhelm Kruger. Kruger. Yeah. His I uh, has got the Analuga. And now I have Leader Hosnan. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so he threatened, uh, quote, he threatened, quote, unless this bunch of criminals disappears from the general government within a week, I will go back myself and lock them up. Uh, in February, the unruly unit was promptly reassigned for anti partisan duties in Germany. Uh, I'm sorry, in German occupied Belarus. Um, and anti-partisans are like the super fucking bad guys. Uh, these are the guys that were sent in specifically to hunt down resistance fighters. <sighs> so here's another quote from uh, from that book. With uh, I'm sorry. This is not from the book. Fuck. Um, this is part of their orders. Uh, they were to go into German-occupied Belarus and quote, with a specifically or uh, with a... Sp- <sighs> fuck. Fuck with a specialty of pacifying an area by slaughtering every man, woman and child. So definitely the good guys. Um, In another book uh, called bloodlands, uh, Europe between Hitler and Stalin, which sounds like hell on earth, by the way, uh, Timothy Snyder wrote that Durlewanger's preferred method was to herd the local population into a barn, chain the doors and set the barn on fire and then shoot with machine guns. Anyone who tried to escape. Oh, Um, and there's actually a scene in a movie. It was a a Russian movie from back in like the late 80s, early 90s uh, called Come and See, which was about this unit specifically where they show very, very accurately exactly what these guys did, where they would have they would literally force everybody into a barn or a big building at gunpoint. Chain the doors, light the motherfucker on fire, and if you got out, you got shot. And then they would occasionally just kind of, like, take pot shots through the walls. Who ga- You know, who cares? They're going to die anyway, right? Um, uh, the other thing that he really liked doing was rounding up civilians and using them as human shields to march them through fucking minefields to clear them. Because we're not losing any of these German psychopaths. We'll make you guys do it.
1: Not the first ones to do it, though. I
0: know, but it's still so fucking gross.
1: Ugh. It's just—I hate to say it—but sometimes, you know, that's just how things. That's a—I uh, guess that's how they say how the cookie crumbles. Yeah, you know, you're either the the foot or you're the ant, you know, and yeah. But what I sucks mean, is when
0: you're when you're forced at gunpoint to be the ant because you believe in a different god than someone else. Or you happen to be caught up in war. Well, you know? uh, another author, Richard Rhodes writes that, uh, Derlewanger and his forces quote, raped and tortured young women and slaughtered Jews. Uh, Eisen group style in, uh, Belarusia, beginning in 1942. Um, so yeah, they were just, if you had the misfortune of being Jewish and in their way, you were not going to a camp. You were going to die a horrific fucking death. Uh, no questions asked, and it probably wasn't going to be quick or painless. So he cautiously estimates that the Sander commando, uh, by then a full-blown regiment, had killed at least thirty thousand uh, Belarusian uh, civilians. Uh, some other estimates are are much higher, uh, into the area of one hundred and twenty thousand people killed over the course of two hundred villages that they went through. Himmler was well aware of Derlewanger's reputation and record, uh, but still awarded him the German cross in uh, the German cross plated in gold, which was a pretty high one. He gave him that December 5th, 1943, in recognition of his unit's actions, such as during Operation Cottbus, which was between May and June of 1943, during which... Derlewanger reported the extermination of four, of more than 14,000 quote unquote bandits in mid 1944. During the German route of uh, Belarus, Derlewanger's unit suffered heavy losses, um, as the rear guard of the main force fighting against uh, Soviet regulars. Um, it was then rebuilt. His whole unit was essentially rebuilt into a storm brigade, which I'm not sure of the number of that. Exactly. Um, but it was, he was then brought in specifically to help put down the Warsaw Uprising. Um, the summer of 1944, Derlewanger led his butchers, his quote, butchers, rapers, rapers. <laughs> I'm not a raper. Uh, butchers, rapists, and looters into action against the Warsaw Uprising and quickly committed unspeakable crimes. End quote. In, war, uh, in Warsaw, Derlewanger participated in the a whole massacre, uh, together with police units during the roundup of some, uh, rounding up and shooting of some 40,000 civilians, most of them over the course of two days. And I'm pretty confident that during that is when he, like he, when he committed one of the worst fucking things I've ever heard, um, where he sent his men into a elementary preschool building, um, they killed all the teachers. They rounded up somewhere around 400 to 500 students and proceeded to kill a bunch of children. And after they'd fired the first, like, salvo of rounds, directed them to stop firing because ammunition's expensive, and they then proceeded to kill the rest of these children with rifle butts and bayonets. <sighs> yeah. Um, he also, during this time burns three hospitals down with patients inside them while the nurses were quote whipped gang raped and finally hanged naked together with the doctors to the accompaniment of the traditional song. Oh, in Munich, Stitt. und Hoff So they, they, they fucking tortured these people and hung them to traditional German, German music. Um, God, as long as it wasn't fucking accordions, because I'd be like, just hang me faster. I don't want to listen to this bullshit. (laughs) Uh, So later, quote, they drank, raped, and murdered their way through the old town, slaughtering civilians and fighters alike without distinction of age or sex. Uh, In the old town where about 30,000 civilians were killed, several thousand wounded, um, and they were sent to field hospitals that were then overrun by Germans who shot and set fire to them with flamethrowers. Uh, reportedly, the Dirtloanger Brigade burned prisoners alive with gasoline, impaled babies on bayonets, and stuck them out the windows and hung women upside down from balconies. <sighs> if I had known about this guy before, he totally would have been in the asshole eliminator last year. And he probably would have been like top three. I, I think this guy would have beat Hitler. <laughs> SS Obergruber Ober Obergruber Obergruppenführer Eric von uh, von dem Bach Selins oh. overall commander of the forces that were sent in to pacify Warsaw, and Durlwanger's former boss in Belarus described Durlwanger as having quote a typical mercenary nature. Um, he did report that he told his guys, "fucking just." whatever you find, take it. They went in here, went in here, like, uh, goddamn Mongolians, essentially, and just killed everything and took what they wanted. Um, the staff officer was sent to summon Durlowanger, uh, to bring him before the, uh, <clears throat> Group inferior leader. Um, but was actually driven, like, the guy that went to get him was chased off at gunpoint. <laughs> like, no, 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 fuck you, go tell him. Um, The unit won a pretty nasty distinction as having suffered extremely severe casualties in Warsaw, losing a total of 315% of its personnel. So, that's a 300% casualty rate. So, they refilled their entire ranks three times, basically. Um, And that was over the course of two months. So, at least the Polish fucking fucked on these guys for a little bit. Yeah. Nevertheless, even though they suffered all these ca- these casualties and they performed all these god awful things, um, this is when he got his promotion to Oberführer, uh, SS Oberführer. It was because of this. It was on August fifteenth, nineteen forty four. In October of that year, he was awarded the Knight's Cross of the Iron uh, the Knight's Cross of the Iron Cross, um, and he was recommended for it for his quote superior uh, for. I'm sorry. was recommended for it by his superior officer in Warsaw. Um, SS Gruppenführer uh, fear Heinz Re- uh, Reinfarth. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he would go on to do some other pretty nasty shit. He would, um, and if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure he was hung at hanged probably wasn't hung. Probably had a tiny cock. Uh, he was hanged, uh, after the, uh, Nuremberg trials, I believe. Um, Derlewanger then led his men in joining uh, the efforts to put down the Slavic national uprising in October of 1944, eventually being posted on the front lines of Hungary and Eastern Germany to fight against um, the Red Army, who's advancing pretty rapidly in 1944. Um, we're coming down to, like, almost end of the wartime in 1944. Um, so in February 1945, the unit was expanded again and redesignated uh, re- as an SS Grenadier division. Uh, that same month, Oscar Derlewanger was shot in the chest while fighting against the invading Soviet forces near Gruben in, uh, Brandenburg. And, uh, he was sent back to the rear to unfortunately recover. Um, so he was not just directing this bullshit. He was in the thick of it because he had a murder boner that could not be quenched without blood. Oh, wow. Um,
1: I mean, you need blood to quench the murder, brother. Yeah.
0: Um, so here's the fun part. Okay, Derlewanger was arrested uh, June 1st, 1945, near the town of Alzhausen in upper uh, Upper Swabia by the French occupation zone authorities while wearing civilian clothes and hiding under a uh, hiding um, in a hunting lodge under a false name. Um, he was reportedly recognized by a former Jewish concentration camp inmate that had fled to France and joined up with the fucking resistance. I love that this motherfucker was like, Oh no, 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 no. That guy is Satan. We need to like, I know he's wearing fucking sackcloth pants and shit or whatever you start off with in Skyrim. Get him. Um, so he was then brought to a detention center uh, and he died somewhere between June 5th and 7th um, in the camp, and they said it was from a quote-unquote heart attack. <laughs> but, quote-unquote. quote-unquote heart attack, um, yeah, uh-huh. the exact causes of Derlawanger's death are unknown. Mm-hmm. Big quotes there. Uh, which over time led to speculation. Lead poisoning. Oh, no. no. <laughs> uh, his death certificate issued by French authorities stated that Derlewanger died the 7th of June 1945 of natural causes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> However, the certificate has been questioned, especially by German historians. <sighs> so according to Rolf... Mc- uh, I think
1: it's correct, personally.
0: Oh, uh, He... <laughs> He died of you get what you fucking deserve is what he died of. Um, I think
1: he died of uh of uh of you know bed sheet wrapped around neck.
0: Oh no, it wasn't that easy. So according to Rolf uh Michaelis, Michaelis whatever, um a Luftwaffe lieutenant named Anton Fusinger claimed he was Derlewanger's cellmate and said that he witnessed Derlewanger being gra- uh, being gravely beaten by Polish guards in French service on the night of the 4th and the 5th of June, resulting in his death. Um, so I would say he died of leather injection. Um, they kick-fucked this guy to death, which, thank God, if there's ever been mercy laid upon the human race, the fact that this piece of shit died a god-awful death is one of them. Huh. Um no one else corroborated any of his statements. Uh, and despite a little bit more research by the Polish Institute of National Remembrance, uh, contemporary Polish sources suggest that those guards could have been recruited from among, uh, former forced labor camps. Uh, although they were Polish and, uh, uh, survivors of the camps, especially that one near Althausen would have escaped to France cause it was, it was closer. Um, but uh, none of the Polish prisoners that were in this facility with him, they didn't know what happened. Who knows? Um,
1: Listen, what happens, you know, in the facility stays at the facility.
0: Yeah. You don't, uh,
1: it's the first rule of the facility. You do not talk about what happens at the facility.
0: So the lack of corroborating evidence led to even more rumors that after the war had ended, he had escaped and there were sightings of Derlewanger that were made around the world uh, over the next handful of years. Although the French uh, recorded that Derlewanger was buried on June 19, 1945, there were still rumors and tabloid stories suggesting that he had escaped and lived on, including one popular story of Derlewanger serving with the French Foreign Legion in Vietnam during the First Indochina War and later defecting to Egypt to join Gamal Abdel Nasser's army. Um, but he was, he was even being still officially, uh, ugh. he was still officially wanted by the Polish government for more, uh, murdering over 30,000 people in Poland that they can prove. Uh, so in, in response, the department of public, uh, prosecution in Ravensburg, uh, arranged t- uh, the execution of Derlo uh, uh, that's a fucking rad like, town name, isn't it? Ravensburg. Ravensburg sounds like something out of like Lord of the Rings. I think it's pronounced Ravensburg. No, it's Ravensburg. It's it's it's, yeah,
1: yeah. But I think it's pronounced Ravensburg. Of course you
0: do, you German fuck. I'm gonna say Ravensburg because American eagle noise. Fuck you. Um, so they ordered the execution. Redneck. Yeah, miracle. Fuck yeah.
1: Redneck. Eagle
0: noise. Fucking pit vipers and shit on. Um, so they arranged to have his. Filthy ass dug up uh, in 1960. They uh, they confirmed that it was him, and his corpse was destroyed. Fuck you to death, you piece of shit. So that unfortunately was uh,
1: unfortunately Oscar
0: Derlewanger. Um Oscar Derlewanger! P- potentially the worst fucking war criminal I have ever had. I've ever read about. No. Dude, he was he was bad. I Come mean on. name name one name, name three others. <laughs> well, that that were and the reason I put him as one of the worst is because he was out there hands on doing shit. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Cuz like Himmler, yeah, Himmler was a fucking he was a war criminal for sure. But he was a general. He was a politician. This motherfucker was out there getting his hands dirty and just being super gross. To every person that he ever came in contact with, of um, oh, holy shit! I'm so glad that's over with. Um yeah. but shit. all right. If you want to, okay. if you want to hear us uh, besmirch more Germans, more 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 Nazis, give us five bucks and hit Patreon because we're about to do that after this. Come on, um, before, before we go we that can, far, before we continue any further. Tis time for the roll.
1: Roll the cube for me.
0: Let's see what we get. Hey, I got a crime. And that's, and that's a legit. That's a legit roll. The other ones are fucking drops. Yeah, that was a legit roll. And since we're since we're playing by uh, my great-grandmother's uh, Yahtzee rolls, if it went off the paper, it doesn't count, and I can re-roll it. And then, if you said anything, the bitch would shut her aids <laughs> off. Well, yep, just grab them and fucking keep rolling. So first first I get off, to.
1: A, if you ever, ever said that to your grandmother, she'd fucking she, back here. I around. said my great grandmother.
0: And if I'd said that about her, she wouldn't have heard me because she would have <laughs> turned her hearing aids off by then. Uh huh. Um, no, if my grandmother knew about this show, she'd be like, You're fucking weird. What are you doing? Oh, and she'd be like, This is it. partly your fault for, like, having the History Channel and shit. She would listen to it, though. She'd be like, I like it,
1: but, you know. And then like I'd
0: it. get spoken to about my language. Yes. Because um, I used the word cunt too many times for her taste, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I get to do yeah. a crime in a, in, uh, in the near future. Yes. Uh, so. And you're doing history next week? Yes. Any hints as to what we're doing? Fuck no. Give us a time period.
1: Uh, okay, history. No Aha! shit, dickhead.
0: History is not a time period. Yes, it is. Give me a century.
1: Uh, a century. Okay. Anyway, since you've been speaking, I'm gonna finish this bitch up before we move on to recording the Patreon. So, if you're looking for a pair of headphones, earbuds, or Bluetooth speaker, and look no further than Studio.com. They Go are over. not Nazis. No, no, they're they're Swedes.
0: Yeah. Go over check them out. Swedish Resistance headphones. <laughs> yes.
1: Very much the Resistance. Go over check them out. Uh, you can find you know what you want for headphones, whatever. Um, put what you want in your basket. Go to checkout. Put the promo code of Darker Windows fifteen in, Windows. <laughs> and to get fifteen percent off your entire purchase. Also, if you're looking to get uh, you know, looking for your next new podcast, look about no further than ageofradio.org. Go over there, check out. We have a whole bunch of podcasts ranging from true crime to sports to self help to cooking to whatever uh, bullshit we do. A lot of we're, we're the we're like a fucking mix mash we definitely don't do (laughs) self-help um they got it all you know you can take a listen to what they have but then go over to wherever you like to do download your podcast from or your music and you can download their stuff and if you can rate and review do that please yes it helps them out and it helps helps, us it helps, uh, helps us out as well also you can go over to another little
0: place for some merchandise yeah
1: that is ours.
0: That's uh DWP merch at gmail dot com. You can find all of our uh current uh designs and stuff up on our social medias. Uh-huh. And if you want to just shoot us an email and be like, Hey, what do you have? We got I, I've got all the pictures saved on my phone. I bet you do too. We can yeah. fucking just send you like, Hey, this is what we got.
1: And and if you don't know the email address, it is darkwindowspod at gmail dot com. That's our general email. Or address. you can uh you can find us on Facebook. Uh-huh. I am Kevin Heyer, and he is Kev, Kev Carlton, but he is Kevin Carlton. Yes. Um, I don't go
0: by Kev because that makes me no. sound like it. <sighs> I've always thought when pe- like, people that go by the name Kev are either British soccer hooligans or dickheads here that are like, you know, like I'm a doctor, but I'm also a cool guy. I let my friends call me Kev when we go golfing on the weekends. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck your dumb polo shirt, Kev. I think people that call me Kev, I don't really don't care. It's different. It's you're not using that as your like primary name. No. No. Exactly.
1: No. So, yeah, you can find us on Facebook, Dark Windows Podcast. Also, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Dark Windows Pod. Um, I am on Instagram. I am Speedy802, S P E D I E 802, and you'll find mostly pictures of my dog. And Dipshit over here I is on Facebook too. Um, or Instagram, on Instagram. Actually. What is uh, it? What is it? Uh, Kevin Sucks at Life or something uh, like
0: that? My, my Instagram no. handle is Kevin Sucks at Stuff, and there's, ah. there's underscores between each word. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, oh, uh-huh. God. Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah. So, oh, God. Uh, I just got a pop up on that fucking. Oh, okay. Please, anyway. please give us. Go to, go to patreon.com forward slash dark windows podcast. Uh, five bucks a month buys you a bonus episode once a week. Um, and you're really going to want it this week because the pop-up I just got on this website is fucking incredible. And I'm going to read it on there. Nice. Um, okay. So, with that until, said. Yeah. Until then. Let's, uh, let's head all over and record this fuck yeah. Patreon um, episode. Yeah. Uh, fuck literal Nazis. Like, actual Nazis. Yeah. Not like people that disagree with you and then you think they're Nazis, but like the actual ones were bad. Um, yeah. But So, fuck those guys. I'm glad they're all dead. Um, for the most part. Most of them are dead. The Pacific Northwest might still have some kicking around, but who knows? Nah, they're dead. Um, Or South America. Who knows? Um, Anyway, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Uh, Yeah. I had to shower while I was researching this because it was fucking gross.